At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for up to half the cost. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Savings based on cost of Consumer Cellular's single line 1, 5, and 10 gig data plans with unlimited talk and text compared to lowest cost single line postpaid unlimited talk text and data plans offered by T-Mobile and Verizon January 2024. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. Welcome to the Hornets Hivecast, presented by Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates, the official eye, ear, nose, and throat care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. Here's your host, Rob Longo. Hi, friends, and welcome to today's edition of the Hornets Hivecast, the official podcast of your Charlotte Hornets, brought to you by Senta. Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates are the official eye, ear, nose, and throat care provider of your Hornets. Rob Longo with you today following a winning edition of the Hornets Hivecast. Charlotte takes out the Detroit Pistons on the road last night, 113-103, to evens the season series at two apiece. Hornets improved to 22-46. and Don't look now, but Charlotte has now won seven of its last ten and are 5-3 and three since the All-Star break. We're going to go ahead and recap this one, provide you with our top performers, and unfortunately, there was a key injury in the game last night. We'll talk about the severity of it, what it means moving forward for this team as well, and helping me out with all these topics on today's edition of the HHC it's the one and only lead writer of Hornets.com in Sam Pearlie. Sam, thank you for joining me here on today's edition of the Hornets Hivecast. Again, Charlotte wins at 113-103 last night in Detroit. A lot to like in this game last night. We'll just go ahead and open this as an open four, more or less. What stood out to you most in the win? Yeah, I, I just thought, and once again, as always, thank you for having me. Uh, I just thought it was really kind of solid end-to-end play. I think the Hornets got off to a really good start. I want to say they were up eight maybe at the end of the first quarter. Uh, I think maybe they were up like 12 or 13 in the second, if that sounds right. I think Pistons got it back to like one or two, and then they closed the uh, second quarter on an 8-0 run, had a good start to the third quarter. Pistons went on a little bit of a run, got it back to within 10 in the fourth, and then started the fourth quarter really well. Uh, The Hornets did, I think, with a 12-5 run to get up by 18, and then Pistons came back a little bit, and then the Hornets kind of finished it off too. So uh, just really – End-to-end, really, really good defensive play. Offense was going, shot 50%. Um, closing quarters really well. Opening quarters really well. Uh, not panicking at all. I know they had to do well, – I'm sure we'll touch on a little bit with Mark Williams' injury in the sense of guys were stepping up off the bench. Nick Richards, Dennis Smith, good performances from Terry, Kelly, PJ. Uh, just a really well-rounded, balanced performance. You got a lot of contributions from everybody and just 
really consistent play. I mean, that's that's all you can ask for, really. Balanced play, everybody contributing. Pretty good synopsis of what happened. To rewind a little bit, like we talked about, Mark Williams did get hurt early. He had to be subbed out at the 9.33 mark of the first quarter, went up for a dunk, got his hand jammed. It ended up being a right thumb sprain. He was probable to return. He checked back in at the 8.46 mark of the second quarter, but going into the locker room at halftime, Kind of got reevaluated. It was taped very heavily. Looked like he was having a hard time out there trying to grip the ball. And like Sam Farber said on the broadcast last night, it's one of those things where you looked at it and it kind of almost looks like a club a little bit on his hand. If it was football and he was an offensive lineman, it would have been no problem. But obviously need a little bit more touch and a little bit more finesse, especially as a big man in Charlotte's offense. So Mark just couldn't go there for that second half, was held out for the rest of the game. Nick Richards stepped up in a big way. I'm sure we'll talk about him in our top performers here in a few moments. But again, that's the main storyline from last night's game. Even though it results in a win, Mark Williams did get hurt after the game. Head coach Steve Clifford was asked about it. And again, we'll get into that a little bit later on here in the podcast. But in the meantime, the Hornets led this one by nine going into the locker room using an 8-0 run over the final 68 seconds of the second quarter to build up that nine-point advantage. Kelly Oubre, Terry Rozier had 13 points at halftime. Hornets won every single quarter last night. They outscored Detroit 31-23 to in that first frame. I take that back. They did not win every single quarter. They won the second. They won the third by a point each. They tied the fourth quarter technically. Each team scored 20 points in that final stanza, but still, the Hornets end up winning at 113-103. to Plenty of players to like in yesterday's performance. In fact, three Hornets finish north of 20 or at least 20 points or more in the game last night. P.J. Washington has 20. Kelly Oubre goes for a game-high 27. Terry Rozier finishes with 21 points as well. The team in general just did a great job overall, like you talked about there, Sam. I thought the one thing that was really, really big there were the points in the paint because the three-point shooting wasn't very good for either team yesterday. Both teams struggled from beyond the arc. They each hit 33% of their three-point attempts, but the Hornets dominated in the paint for the majority of the game. It looks a little bit closer at the end of the score sheet, at the end of the game, a little bit. 62-56 to was the advantage for Charlotte, but I mean, at the end of the day, when you're a team like the Hornets and you shoot 50% for the game and then you're shooting 33% from beyond the arc, something was certainly working all right there inside the painted area. And after the game, Dennis Smith Jr. talked about what the key to success has been for this Hornets team over the last 10 games or so, and he says it's been the play of the bigs. I think our bigs have been doing a great job of making calls. They're contesting everything at the rim, and they're making our jobs easy on the perimeter. It's interesting that Dennis Smith Jr. words it that way, Sam, because it certainly makes sense when you think about it. When you have a big that's, for the most part, controlling the pain, or at least on that back line, they can see everything in front of them. They have the ability to call out plays, kind of like a quarterback that would maybe adjust at the line of scrimmage or that sort of thing, because they can kind of see the lay of the land. So it certainly makes sense, and it certainly makes sense that that might be the success for the reason that the defense has picked up as of late, because I would love to hear head coach Steve Clifford elaborate this on a little bit more, and I'm have to ask him here in the next coming days but I would imagine that trying to call out those coverages and that sort of thing as a rookie big or a younger inexperienced big has a little bit of a learning curve I'm sure it's a little bit of something that you have to work on so certainly makes sense that as Mark Williams has developed here rapidly over the last couple of weeks and last couple months of the season and Nick Richards continues to develop here gaining more meaningful minutes season after season it makes sense that because of that strong play the bigs that it's kind of getting built out from the back for lack of a better term really yeah, and that's a really good analogy that you made with a quarterback. My first thought, and to also use a different sport, was kind of like a catcher, too, because the catcher is the only one that, if he's looking straight forward in baseball, can see the whole field and can kind of do a little bit of the shifting and the uh, you know, aligning, things like that. But 
Uh, yeah, that's a really good point. I mean, the defense, I think a big part of how well the defense has played this last three or four weeks has been the play of the bigs. I mean, getting Mark in there, getting Nick, I think they're getting more and more comfortable. Um, you've seen a little bit more P.J. Washington at the 5-2. J.T. Thor has played a little bit more. Um, it's been really, really good. I think it's a really good point you make. It kind of starts with that back line, and then you work your way out. I mean, they can kind of move things around, you know, rotate, pick and roll, you know, coverages, things like that. And it's it's not an easy learning curve, like you said. I mean, they, you've got split seconds to make decisions, and if you make the wrong move, that could be it. That could be an easy basket. You know, it's not like you can redo it or something like that. You make one wrong move, it's kind of like, you know, everything kind of collapses. So I think those guys have done a really, really solid job, excellent job, I should say, uh, taking some steps for, steps forward because, um, you know, it's hard being a young young big in the NBA. I mean, the physicality is much different in college. Uh, the defensive stuff's a lot different. And, you know, the players are just so much more talented you know, getting to the rim and things like that, too. So uh, credit to those guys. They were big last night stepping up. I know Mark didn't play a ton because of the injury, but Nick was great. TJ was great. JC Thor I thought was really good, too. And even Kai Jones as well came in, I think, at the end of the third quarter, start of the fourth, uh, and gave some really good minutes, forcing some steals, getting some transition buckets, too. So I really like what I saw from the front court last night and over the past few weeks. Hornets have done a great job here as of late, continuing to improve on that league best defensive rating basically since the all-star break the the defensive rating was around 106 points you go back to last night's game they only allowed 103 last night so I'm sure that defensive rating will even improve especially considering that they only allowed 105 against the New York Knicks the other night as well so defense has certainly been a calling card of this team over the last 10 games or so and that kind of brings me up to the the final number that I'll bring up here on this segment here Sam is the turnovers Detroit turned the ball over a lot in last night's game. I want to say they had eight after the first quarter. They finished with 19. Charlotte didn't do a great job capitalizing on those points off of turnovers. They had finished with 18 points off of 19 turnovers, so certainly not terrible, but at the end of the day, a lot was, I don't want to say it was self-inflicted by Detroit, but there definitely was a learning curve there, and again, this is a team that's now lost 10 consecutive games in a row. They had a nine-game losing streak coming into this one. I want to say they lost like 12 of their last 13, and the only win was against San Antonio, who isn't much better standings-wise other than the Pistons. But again, even though you're playing this team, no one's going to feel sorry for the Pistons. I know that they don't have a very good record. They're at the bottom of the association, bottom of the Eastern Conference, but everybody has to play everybody at some point, whether it's three games, four games, or two games. Everybody plays everybody in this league, so you can't really say, well, this game doesn't really look good on paper for the Hornets because it was against the Pistons. It doesn't matter. I mean, the Hornets aren't playing with a full deck of cards right now either. I know the Pistons are sitting a lot of people, and they haven't had really anybody this year either due to some injuries just like the Hornets have. Like LaMelo Ball has been hurt for the Hornets. Kate Cunningham's been out basically the entire season for the Pistons. So I understand that there's some people that might look down on this game and say well this is a win that they expected or the Hornets should have expected to win but at the end of the day I mean these guys are in the NBA for a reason everybody's playing for a reason whether it's a contract for the following season whether it's proving themselves that they're worthy of a new deal or maybe they just want more minutes every game's going to be a battle night in and night out regardless so even though the Hornets end up winning by 10 against the Pistons team that's not great it's still improvement just to see what happened out there on the floor last night for some of those guys like Nick Richards that we'll talk about here in a couple of minutes as well. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, it, it, we've talked about this a lot. I mean, they all count the same, whether you're beating, you know, the Hornets beat a, a red hot Knicks team the other night who was playing as well as anybody in the league right now. They've got, you know, we, we've talked at length about kind of 
some of the you know the, the struggles they've had this year with injuries and guys kind of going in and out of the lineup, obviously right now dealing it with, with LaMelo, but they all count the same. I think we've been through this. I mean, you, it's hard to win in the league. It is, and it's really hard to win on the road. And the way they started the road trip, especially they got off to a tough start in Brooklyn, just couldn't get anything going offensively, did finish that game really well and then played well in New York, had one kind of really bad quarter and then rallied to come back and then finish the road trip on a high note. It's hard to win on the road in the NBA. Everybody is good. Everybody in the NBA is an NBA player. And I think it's good at this point of the season to continue to building these good habits, making strides defensively. And, you know, these guys put so much work into this throughout the season. I know it's been not the results necessarily that anybody really wanted or expected, but they're still competitive. You know, they're still you know, playing to win. That's, that's the reality of it because it's sports. It's nature of competition. Everybody wants to win. Doesn't matter who you're playing, whether it's the Pistons, whether it's the Bucks, Suns, anybody like that. So it's good to win. That's all I got to say. So hopefully the Hornets can build on it and uh, they take some momentum into this five game homestand coming up. The great thing about winning is it never gets old. Hornets win 113 to 103 last night in Detroit. Top performers coming your way right after this on a Hornets Hivecast brought to you by Senta. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant, just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. Rob Longo and a lead writer of Hornets.com, Sam Perley, on a winning edition of the HHC. Hornets make it two consecutive wins after a 113-103 W in the Motor City last night against the Pistons. Plenty to pick from in our top performers segment here, Sam. Again, P.J. Washington, 20 points. Kelly Oubre, 27. Terry Rozier, 21 points off the bench. Nick Richards had a big game off the bench. Dennis Smith Jr. once again in double figures off the bench. Plenty of ways to go after last night's win. Where would you like to go? Yeah, I'm going to go with Nick Richards. I thought, you know, one of his best performances in quite some time. I know he was kind of out of the rotation a little bit at the end of December and most of January. And getting back in it, I think he's starting to kind of find his rhythm again. Last night, 13 points on a perfect, or well, it wasn't perfect, six of seven shooting, 
10 rebounds, had an assist, and two blocks, first double-double since mid-December. And we knew he was going to play. I think kind of came in a little bit earlier than, uh, obviously, maybe he thought and the Hornets thought with Mark Williams' injury. But loved his aggression, loved his physicality, really kind of set a tone in that first quarter, getting the team off to a good start, uh, and played over 29 minutes, which I think is almost a career high. I think it's like ended up being like 16 seconds short of a career high for minutes in a game earlier this season against Cleveland, which actually went to overtime, too. So really good stuff from Nick Richards. It's good to see him kind of refinding that form that we saw earlier in the season uh, when he was playing really, really well off the bench. Wiseman has it knocked away by P.J. Washington. Recovery by the Hornets. Smith in transition to Richards. He'll soar and score again. Powerful two-handed slam. Nick Richards off the assist from Dennis Smith Jr. Richards is now tied for the game high with nine points. I thought Richards was great last night. Again, like you talked about, the fact that he had to come in a little bit early just because of the injury to Mark Williams and then stayed out there for basically the entire second half as well. You talked about the minutes played. Yeah, he played 30 in that game against Cleveland earlier this season, so a little bit shy of that career high. But then at the same time, he got a rebound added late after the final horn, or at least from what my tally looked like. So he finishes with a double-double, 13 points, 10 boards, in the win last night, you talked about the two blocks as well. Really good backline defense for Nick Richards. For me, my top performer from last night's game, I was going to go with Nick Richards, so I guess I have to pivot and go in a little bit of a different direction, but that's not really hard when you got a guy like Kelly Oubre waiting in the wings. Back up top, Oubre, 4-3, it's good. Kelly Oubre Jr., yet another low, drilling three-point shot. His fourth of the night, he's got 27 points. And that exact three from Kelly Oubre there ended up being his 800th career-made three-pointer. Tsunami goes for 27 points again, a game high. Plays 38 minutes, logs some heavy minutes out there as well. That is a game high also for any player out there on the floor. 9-16 from the field, 4 for 7 beyond the arc. Hit all five of his free throws, which is noticeable considering that the Hornets shot just 59% from the free throw line in last night's game, 19-32, but it didn't come back to bite them, obviously, since they still won the game after all. Just could have been a little bit of a larger margin. He also had two assists out there, one steal, but again, what Kelly Oubre has been able to bring to the table ever since LaMelo Ball has been injured, I guess it's not surprising considering we saw it at the very, very beginning of the season when LaMelo Ball was hurt with that first ankle sprain that he got in the preseason, so I don't want to say we're accustomed to what Kelly Oubre has been doing but he's still having a career year at the end of the day and ever since he came back from that hand injury he's just been a breath of fresh air especially offensively because again I talked about this with Matt Rachinsky the other night after the New York game here on the podcast but I'll reference it once again Sam is that when LaMelo Ball is out of the lineup somebody has to be willing to step up and take a lot of shots and Kelly is a guy that's going to take 15 16 17 attempts every night The difference is, what does the efficiency look like? Is it going to be around 25%? Or is it going to be more closer to 40 or 50%? Yesterday, 9 of 16 shooting and 4 of 7 from 3. Certainly efficient in my book. So the fact that Kelly isn't afraid to step up in these moments and he isn't afraid to take a shot, even if there's maybe one or two that don't go in at the beginning of the game, he's able to kind of modify his game now. And that's something we might have not talked about when it comes to Kelly Oubre in the past couple of seasons. I think the five free throw attempts definitely speak to that. He's not afraid to go to the rim and he's not afraid to draw contact and he got a couple and one opportunities in last night's game as well so again Kelly really carrying this offense but it's been a lot of support I thought PJ Washington was doing a great job in that regard last night with those 20 and Dennis Smith Jr. in that second rotation doing a really good job especially because he was 7 to 10 shooting he was very efficient with those 14 points his offense has really stepped up as of late as well yeah and to touch on Kelly I mean he's been this is exactly 
uh, that kind of Kelly Oubre, the Hornets, have needed since losing LaMelo Ball. Fourth 25-point game in his last five outings. I think third time in four outings has been over 50%. Um, had some, you know, the Hornets are kind of out in front a good portion of last night, but he felt like he had a couple threes here and there sprinkled in down the stretch that really kind of uh, cut off any sort of momentum Detroit was attempting to build. He obviously had that big shot the other night in New York that more or less kind of swung the game in the Hornets' favor there in the final minute. And turnovers have been low. I thought he's been really physical, like you said, attacking the basket, generating free throws, you know, kind of sticking with possessions. You know, defensively, he's been really good too, you know, kind of creating deflections, things like that, taking things the other way. I mean, he's been a really, really big part of what the Hornets have done since the All-Star break, obviously since LaMelo Ball has been out and uh, what they're going to need from him for the rest of the season to kind of get this offense continuing to kind of find some rhythm and find a flow and find its identity without LaMelo. And, and the other thing, too, for Kelly, credit to him because, you know, he, he's missing a month and a half from whatever it was, early January to the All-Star break, and to have surgery on your shooting hand, I have to imagine that's pretty difficult to come back from. So, Or it can be, you can have a lot more like hit or miss results. So to see him kind of having this production, it's a credit to the work he's put in over this last month and a half to kind of get ready and, and rehab and, and to step up. You know, he was he came back and was coming off the bench for a few games, and that was going to be his role, and things changed. And now he's kind of back in that starting lineup playing a bunch of different positions. So uh, the Hornets have really, really benefited from sort of the versatility and flexibility and adaptability that Kelly Oubre has provided them this season. A couple of other notable performances from last night's game as well. I talked about the 20 points from P.J. Washington. He was a plus 15 out there on the plus minus, by far the highest plus minus of any starter out there on the floor, especially for the Hornets. Then you go a little bit deeper into the bench. I talked about Dennis Smith Jr. as well. He was a plus 11. Bryce McGowan's was a plus 13 in the plus minus. Svi Mikhailuk was a plus 10. And Kai Jones was a plus 11 in the plus minus. And I know Svi and Kai didn't play a ton of minutes. They played about seven and a half, eight minutes or so in the game. But again, it doesn't matter when you're out there on the floor because you still want to have a positive impact out there. And then you got guys like Bryce that played 17, Dennis Smith played 23. So those guys making a more impactful presence out there more or less when you take a look at the minutes as well so either way Hornets win at 113 to 103 have a chance to make it three in a row tomorrow against the Utah Jazz at home tickets are available at Hornets.com one more segment to go here on today's edition of the HHC we talked about Mark Williams's injury here in the first segment we're going to really take a deep dive into that and tell you what we heard after the game about the injury and what it means moving forward for this team and we'll bring you that right after this on the Hornets Hivecast. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER terms and conditions apply. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on do not disturb, tuning out all the constant the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store.
Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, temp to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Rob Longo and Sam Purley putting a button on this edition of the HHC, as always presented by Senta and Sam. This is kind of the unfortunate segment, I guess. We're saving the worst for last in that case, as Mark Williams did leave the game last night with that right thumb sprain. We talked about it in our first segment. Got subbed off about nine and a half minutes left to go in that first quarter to take a look at it. Was listed as probable to come back into the game. Tried to give it a second go there in the second quarter, midway through that second frame, and then went back into the locker room at halftime and just wasn't able to go. So after the game, head coach Steve Clifford was asked about the injury, and here's what he had to say. Yeah, hopefully it won't be serious. I mean, he tried to go back out and play uh, when he came back out to the court, and it was just so sore. I think you could see couldn't really catch the ball. So, uh, you know, hopefully it won't be something that's, you know, this lasting. Obviously, we're not going to speculate on this injury, Sam, because that's the last update that we have is what head coach Steve Clifford said right there. Obviously, stay tuned to Hornets PR on Twitter to see what the latest injury report is moving forward. But at the end of the day, I don't want to say I was pleasantly surprised to see Mark Williams come back into the game. But when he got hunched over there in the first quarter and he was in a lot of pain, I thought this this cannot be good just to, based off of his reaction. I mean, anytime you're hurt, obviously you're going to show some pain and some emotion. But, I mean, just the way that he kind of grabbed at it, I thought it was a lot worse injury than what it initially was. So it was good to see Mark at least try to give it a go out there. And it was on his right hand. So that is his shooting hand at the end of the day. So definitely difficult, especially trying to finish around the rim with the touch that Mark Williams needs to do. And immediately after that injury, he had to go to the free throw line and shoot two free throws. And those shots just weren't really close anywhere. So it was clear that Mark wasn't himself after he got that hand hurt as he just tried to go up for a dunk and James Wiseman just caught a piece of his hand and I guess the thumb just bent the wrong way. I don't know what happened to it, obviously, but again, it's still an injury in the books. But again, I know we talked about in our second segment, but Nick Richards doing a great job stepping up in that role. And I think that's something you might see moving forward. Again, hopefully this isn't a long-term injury or anything like that, but if he does miss a game or two, I think he kind of saw a pretty clear path of what is to come with guys like P.J. Washington maybe moving to the stretch five or Nick Richards getting that starting five role and then having guys like Kai Jones come off the bench and play some more meaningful minutes than maybe what they're used to. Yeah, for sure. You know, that's my initial reaction to the injury was, oh, man, I mean, that looks like it's obviously really painful. And the fact that he came back in and just couldn't get through it, maybe it kind of stiffened up a little bit or uh, just never really kind of was able to work through it during that brief time he played in the second quarter. I think it was, like you said, it was kind of obvious that he was – you know, even trying to get rebounds and, you know, you don't want to be out there and kind of making things any worse, uh, especially when like, maybe, you know, how well Nick was playing kind of factored into it too. So like you said, hopefully it's nothing serious. That's, you know, a multi-week, 
absence or anything like that. Obviously, we're not speculating, but uh, it will be interesting. I think it would be kind of obvious that Nick Richards would uh, move up and get, obviously, a lot more playing time. I think you could see more, like you said, of the P.J. Washington small ball five. The Hornets have used that a little bit more lately, sometimes out of necessity because of foul issues, but uh, to kind of get their offense going a little bit. And Kai Jones, too. I think Kai has played a little bit more power forward recently with when P.J. was out, he was backing up J.P. Thor. I think that's kind of maybe long-term the primary position the Hornets kind of view him in as a power forward too, but it'd be a fun to kind of see what Kai could do at the center position. You know, it's obviously going to be a little bit of a challenge, but the Hornets need him. I think there's a guy that could step up and take some of those five minutes there with everybody kind of moving up a little bit or moving around. So again, hopefully it's nothing serious on Mark and we'll just have to kind of wait and see. But, you know, I think like we saw last night, the Hornets have proved that they've got young guys that are hungry for minutes, hungry for an opportunity, and have, for the most part, been taking advantage of those opportunities when they come their way. For what it's worth, the Hornets were up nine at halftime when the injury may have been reevaluated going into the locker room, and maybe, again, the pain threshold was just too much. Again, we're speculating here. We don't want to do that, but you know, maybe if it's Game 7 of the NBA Finals, something like that, it might be different. But again, regular season game. Hornets in control, no need to keep Mark out there if it's going to bother him just in the slightest for what it's worth. But after the game, P.J. Washington talked about the guys stepping up in his absence and how they've kind of developed over the course of the season as well. Uh, it sucks. I mean, obviously dealing with all the injuries this season, but obviously I hope he's doing good. I hope uh, best for him. But uh, credit to our guys for coming in and be ready to play, especially Nick. I mean, he did a great job coming in and filling his role. And then Kai as well. Uh, he had some great minutes as well. So. I'm just glad uh, those guys got able to uh, come in here and shine uh, in the absence of Mark. I understand that that's part of being a professional and being a reserve guy off the bench is you got to be ready when your number is called, but that doesn't make it any easier, Sam, when you're sitting on the bench and you're waiting for your number to be called and then all of a sudden the one player goes down with an injury and all of a sudden it's your time to shine. You got to be ready to go. So it's not easy to do by any means of the imagination. If it was easy to do, you would have guys being able to step up in these roles night in and night out, no matter what it takes a kind of a little bit of a special substance there, more or less for you to kind of go in there and have that mentality to say, all right, it's my time to go. I'm going to do what I can to help the team. And I think that's something that we've seen from a lot of these bench guys over their development of the course of their career. I think Nick Richards is a good example where maybe in years past, he maybe tried to do a little bit too much when he was out there on the floor this season, kind of simplified his game a little bit. And that's something that Steve Clifford talked about. He said, if you just go out and play your game and you set screens and get rebounds and get the putbacks, then you're going to see more time out there on the floor. And Nick Richards has been able to do that. I thought Kai Jones is another example as well. I thought in the past Kai has had some opportunities out there and he just tries to do maybe a little bit too much with the basketball when it's in his hands and doesn't do the dirty work more or less. But again, last night he doesn't have the sexiest of stat lines at the end of the day. He only plays eight minutes and he has four points, but he, again, he's a plus 11 out there and a plus minus, and he has three rebounds, and he's able to draw some contact and gets to go to the free throw line, and then he had a really big alley-oop play as well. So, again, it's one of those things where everybody kind of needs to know their role a little bit, and I thought the fact that P.J. was able to acknowledge that is great. Obviously, that's being a great teammate and talking great about your your teammates and how they were able to step up and fill a void, but it's the truth, and I think that's something that needs to be recognized as well, especially – the way that this team has had to endure injuries all season long. 
yeah, playing to your strength and kind of playing to your role has been, I think, a big message for or from Steve Clifford. I think not only throughout the whole season, but especially since Lamelo's injury. You know, he, he's so gifted and, and unique with what he's able to do and how he's able to change a game that you can't ask somebody on the team, hey, go out and do what Lamelo does. But you can't ask a guy, hey, we're going to need you to do what you do and maybe give a little bit more and you give a little bit more and you give a little bit more and collectively we'll find a way to kind of overcome this. And that's what they've been doing. You know, one seven of 10, you know, back-to-back road wins to close out this trip. And one more thing on Nick, a huge credit to him because he came into the season, had a great summer. Steve Clifford had talked you know, very glowingly about him during the preseason, about all the strides he's made. We saw that earlier in the season was playing great. And I think it was around mid-December, had an ankle sprain, Mark Williams got an opportunity, was playing so well that, you know, Steve Clifford kind of had to leave him in the rotation. And and Nick, you know, really didn't do anything wrong. He'd been playing really, really well um, and just had an injury and kind of got passed in the rotation just briefly. And, and Mason, too, was playing really well at the time. Mason Plumlee wasn't missing any games. I mean, that was kind of the one area of the Hornets that wasn't affected by injuries. So Nick stayed ready, took advantage of the opportunities that he got, kind of you know, bided his time over the next six or seven weeks. Mason Plumlee was traded at the deadline. Nick gets back into the rotation. It's kind of refound that rhythm, too. So uh, could have easily had been sour about how the situation developed or anything like that, but, you know, was the furthest thing for them. So I thought his attitude has been really, really impressive, and I think has been a big part of his growth this season in terms of staying ready and, and you know, hey, might not be my time right now, but my time's going to come back again, too. So uh, I, I'm really impressed with how he kind of handled a situation that was kind of challenging, I think, at the time, but was never at any point sort of never showed it by any means, just stayed ready, just worked, and, you know, has delivered when his time was called, especially last night. Again, we'll see what happens with Mark Williams moving forward, but Hornets definitely have some options waiting in the wings if Mark Williams does miss some time. But stay tuned, like I said, to Hornets PR on Twitter for the latest injury updates moving forward on Mark Williams. Hornets win at 113-103 to on the road against Detroit. Coming up tomorrow, a showdown against the Utah Jazz. 7 o'clock airtime along the Hornets Radio Network. You can join us here at the Hive by getting your tickets at Hornets.com. Or if you can't make it, watch game on Valley Sports Southeast. And Sunday will be the second day of a back-to-back. Hornets will take on the Cleveland Cavaliers at 5 o'clock. So if you can't make it out Saturday, be sure to join us on Sunday at the Hive as well as the Hornets kick off a five-game homestand. Sam Burley, thank you so much for joining me on today's edition of the HHC. For Sam, I'm Rob Longo saying so long. Thank you so much for joining me on today's edition of the Hornets Hivecast. We'll see you tomorrow once again on EHHC. Thank you for listening to the Hornets Hivecast. Brought to you by Senta, the official eye, ear, nose, and throat care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. For more coverage, visit Hornets.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. 
Offer valid on select AK systems that's through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA.